Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yeah. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Hello, podcast listeners. Thanks so much as always, and thank you from our friends at the Morgan Law Group. Dedicated solely to uh, making sure you're not going to get screwed by the insurance companies. That's right. Now, they may not use that language, but I did. They'll document any actions of bad faith by the insurer, and uh, they'll protect your rights and hold the insurance company accountable. That's a good thing. They're not Morgan & Morgan. they got offices throughout the state of Florida. If you file a claim and you don't get back what you think you should, it's not over there. Call the Morgan Law Group. They'll go out and fight for you. Storms, hurricanes, roof damage, lightning, mold, fires, boats, sinkholes, you name it. Give a call today, 888-904-2524, or go to policyadvocate.com. On with Seminole Headlines. It's time for Seminole Headlines, presented by Capital City Bank, featuring ESPN Tallahassee's Jeff Cameron, Warchant.com's managing editor, Ira Chauffel, and senior writer, Corey Clark. Your weekly dose of all things FSU, pistols and pies, starts right now. Here's Jeff Cameron. Hour number two, the Seminole Headlines, 97.9 ESPN Radio. Just saw this hour's sponsors, Dr. Birch, uh, Birch Orthodontics. Um, just a standard checkup on poor uh, Clark's teeth, who uh, many of which have already been ripped out, and it does appear that there's going to be more that have to come out. So, uh, oh. Corey, you may be getting a call from young Clark, who, who wants to commiserate with somebody who's lost all their teeth like you have. Oh, okay, yeah, nice. I did that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and look how well that turned out. Look yeah, how handsome I am. You don't even look deformed or anything. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Our thanks to Birch Orthodontics, of course. And, um, you know, uh, we, we love them sticking by us, just like we love our, our headliners for asking questions every week after ass kickings. Even when uh, Corey posts the, the uh, prompt at, I don't know, like 10, 15, this is, you know, a few weeks after chastising me for, for daring to question when he posts the prompt, you know, it's a little late, a little tardy, a little tardy this week, Corey. It was, it was. I apologize. I, How's just, that dog doing, Ira? Oh man, he is, he is not happy. <laughs> you, I, I should turn the, I could turn the camera to him right now. So yeah, so usually when I do any of our video type things, I make him stay on the other side of the house. But right now we have uh, some workers doing something on the other side of the house and no other adults at the house. So A, hopefully they're not robbing that part of the house right now, the workers. And B, uh, he would be attacking them, and we'd have, you know, authorities here pretty soon. So, <laughs> right. so he's he's got to stay over here with me right now. But yeah, Doctor Birch Birch Orthodontics is the place you got to go if you have any orthodontic needs. And uh, or, BirchOrthodontics.com, B-U-R-C-H Orthodontics.com is the website, and uh, they'll set up a free consultation. Hey, by the way, going back to last hour, real quick. Not that it should surprise anyone, but Duke's not going to have fans at their basketball games. None. Well, but I think Florida funny. State's Florida State's still trying to have fans. 
Okay, well. Chris writes, can we just skip to something positive and talk about this basketball team? Looking forward to some of the headlines that won't be dominated by football talk. Well, yeah, we're going to – We're, gonna we're actually, pivoting quickly. Yeah, we're, we, we, we necessarily will have to pivot quickly too because there aren't that many games left, thankfully. thankfully. Can, they, can they – what would – would anybody really have a problem if Florida State just said, don't bother coming Clemson? Get healthy. We'll get healthy. We don't need to do this to ourselves. I'm all right with some. We had COVID issues yeah. uh, that week. I would. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I think you'd have to have some subterfuge. I don't think you could publicly come out and say that. But uh, yeah, if there was a, a if Coburn called Dan Radakovich and just had a little private phone call and uh, put out. Or some, do you have like five of the guys that aren't playing anyway? Just maybe go over to recess or Bullwinkles or something and catch it there. I, yeah, I don't think you're going to do that. I don't think okay. you're gonna. I mean, you purposely... gotta do something, Myra. Are you gonna let Clemson come to Dope Camp Stadium this year? Do we need to see that? <laughs> Does anybody sure. need to see that? I'm, I'm with you. I'm just saying, maybe don't publicly say we're not gonna do it. Dabo's just... gonna put up a hundred. Well, so, hey. so for example, I would look at this in a similar vein to the way LSU is looking at that Alabama game this weekend. Uh, have you noticed every hour that goes by, Ed Orgeron's like, I don't even know if we have a quarterback that can play. Yeah. Our tight ends are all gone. I, it doesn't seem fair to the kids. Yeah. yeah. That's what knows, you do. That's, yeah. the, that's the route Norvell takes, too, is like, just say that, maybe play 25 guys. Make Dabo feel terrible. And he won't run up the score. The problem is, okay, so Trevor Lawrence plays the first nine drives. Oh, you got him out of the game because it's 45 to nothing. Oh, yeah, well, look at this game. big some bitch. He's yeah. better than Trevor Lawrence. He, I mean, good grief. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if he's better than Trevor Lawrence, but he, look, he appears he's very, very pretty good. darn good. Yeah. yeah. No, it's disappointing. It's disappointing, Corey. Yes, uh, it really I, is disappointing. I would note that uh, there is no way you can play that game. I'm with you. I would not play it. No chance. Uh, and in fact, I'm petitioning to not play that game. I, I don't know if I have any authority or any influence whatsoever, but if you're listening, FSU administration, athletic department, Coach Norvell, you know and I know you cannot play that football game. What about this? They could hang 100 on you if they wanted. What, what, if, what, if, what if the fans, again, I think we may have mentioned, what if the fans just united – and, and, and surrounded the stadium and refused to let Clemson in the I was going to say, if you stadium. block the entrance? Yeah, yeah. I, Just, that's the only way you – That's I mean, th- that's last – that's worst-case scenario. They There's a lot of steps along the way that you need to take care of, but if they, it comes to that and Clemson actually shows up to the stadium, yeah, you don't let them in. We you don't I let mean, them we, in. We failed it. Last year we, we tried to rally the fans to take Snuggy Hill. That did not go – that did not work. The, fa- the FSU fans did not – Respond. Yeah, respond, but 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 we've got a couple weeks now to really rally the troops to block the entrances to Doe Campbell Stadium. But how do you socially distance block an entrance? Yeah, you can't. Are you gonna play Red guys, Rover? Just guys, hold hands, guys. You just got to make the phone call. You just call and you ask for mercy. You just say, "Listen, there's no. You know, and I know what's going to happen here. There's no reason for that." Uh, Dabo, you you claim to be a God fearing man. You have to understand that this is just not the right thing to do. You could at some burn point, the grass. You could burn the grass where it's unplayable. Look, at some point, Mr. Radakovich, Mr. Sweeney, it's some, Coach Sweeney. At some point, you guys are—you know—you're going on probation. Like we all know, you're going on probation. That's going to be coming within right. the next two or three years. You're going to be down, and we promise at that point, we'll take it easy. We're going to call off the dogs. We're, we're not going to—we're not going to beat you by six. Alt Myers, Alt Myers, only going to throw for three. Yeah, that's <laughs> three right. Three touchdowns. That's it. Yep. 
Stevens writes, how many passing yards do you think present day Dan Marino would have thrown for on us if he played for Pitt on Saturday? <laughs> present day Dan Marino? Present day Dan uh, Marino. Well, he, <laughs> he would have looked the same running in that 11-yard touchdown run. Yeah, he would have uh, yeah, made it too. Just like I would say present day Dan Marino, I, I would say he's about equal to pre- current Kenny Pickett, right? Yeah. Well, his release yeah. is still special. I'm sure his release is still special. I'm sure and, he can still sing it. Yeah, and he wouldn't have to worry about getting hit. So and Pickett, yeah, not at all. And Pickett didn't throw anything 70 yards downfield. They, he, no. might have, he might have had a better day. Yeah, they would have scored more with present-day Dan Marino. Lee he, Rice, 60 years old? Can we make Dr. Birch a coordinator for this team? They need straightening <laughs> out. My question is, do you think this team is on the verge of collectively quitting if they lose badly this week? And if they do... How would that affect this team in two to three years? Um, well, I, I think if you look around the country, there are a lot of teams that are on the verge of collectively quitting. I don't think it's just Florida State. If you're in the midst of a bad – like, I'll use Penn State again because they just got blown out by Maryland, and they were 27-point favorites over Maryland. They're over on the season. I mean, what are you playing for? They're not going anywhere. The team's awful. Uh, you've had opt-outs. And, I mean, you're in a tough situation at a lot of places. Wow. Tuesday. Hey, do you think hey. Irish should mute his feed? I think Irish got to mute his feed. Agree. All right, it's muted. Hey, we apologize, dear listeners. So I do – I there are a lot of schools and programs whose players are – frustrated by this they're not living a normal college lifestyle they're not winning games it's just probably harder to remain committed right now because you got to be over the top committed during this season of covid you can't go anywhere you can't do anything you can't let off steam so i i it's i don't know man i <laughs> i'm not i'm gonna look at this season as just a, a non-season i really am i mean i i it's unlike anything we've ever seen. I wouldn't I, be surprised if a lot of players, uh, if not you know, publicly announcing that they're not going to play, but if they just kind of go through the motions, I think you're already seeing that in some cases. Like a talk show host, too. We're all <laughs> going through the motions, man. This season doesn't count. It's um, It'd be ugly. I, the effect that it would have on the team two to three years from now, I don't, I don't see that. I, I think they can. I, number one, I think kids are resilient. Uh, and I also think you can compartmentalize and say, well, that was a throwaway, goofy first season. That was right. year zero, as you said, and it was yeah. COVID year. And no, I don't, I don't think that will, I don't think that will uh, have long. I don't think what's coming will have long lasting impact. It doesn't have to have long lasting impacts on this team. Agreed. Agreed. When you're mired in something and it's as ugly as this, people tend to, I think, overstate how long that is going to affect the program in years to come. We've seen programs have losing seasons and then it one guy, one change, one player, and they, you know, they pull an upset early the next year. And next thing you know, they're on to nine wins. It happens. I mean, it's listen, kids are resilient. I think you're right. Seminole Headlines, 97.9 ESPN Radio continues in a moment. Seminole Headlines will take a breather. More next. Chris writes, what are you guys hearing behind the scenes? I'm hearing there are guys on this team that are threatening to leave or opt out. Can we do anything to make that happen? Yeah. <laughs> That's, I mean, yeah, and I think I, I would think the coaching staff feels the same way. I mean, I do. I, I think so. I think you, you as a new coach, I think you try to make the best of it with older players as long as you can. But now you're two and five. There's four games left. One of them is Clemson. 
yeah, man, if you don't want to be here, don't be here. And that goes back to the last question about the team quitting. It's not going to be homogenous. It's not going to be like all 75, 80 guys quit. But, you know, the ones who are or will, they leave. What's the opposite of homogenous? Like uh, if you had to use an opposite word, an anonym, mixed, what would you say? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what the – I don't know what a – a fancy sounding word is. I was going to say, because mix doesn't correlate. It's not nearly as fancy as homogenous. No, homogenous is better. I don't know yeah. why you brought that to the table, Corey. We should just let it go. Sorry. Like, sorry. I was just, just I was thinking about it. Like, if I wanted to counter Ira's intelligent point by saying the opposite of homogenous, I would have known what to say. You spread out? Yeah, no, but that sounds dumb. Oh, That's dumb wow. talk. Heter- heterogeneous? Heterogeneous. That's what I was thinking. Uh, yeah. 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 Heter- yeah. It was definitely. I don't know why I didn't just say that. What the hell am I doing? It was yeah, right because to my tongue. I don't think I don't think it's heterogeneous. I think it's more homo- homogeneous. <laughs> <laughs> I had I had this I had this middle school science teacher, Mr. Bassnet, Fred Bassnet. Maybe maybe one of his family members, descendants is li- listening. I think he passed a few years ago. That man hated your boy Ira more than any teacher oh. you has ever hated any Oh my gosh. I mean, looking back, he had every right. Like I was his, I was his Warren Thompson. Okay. But, but man alive, that man hated me. Well, why were you yeah. such an ass in science class? I just, I wasn't I, a good student period. It doesn't not a good like. student. Was not a good student involved in a lot of activities that didn't correlate to being a good student. <laughs> and uh, anyway, I was just thinking homogenous. Those, uh, those words are vaguely in the recesses right, of my mind from that class. There. From that class. Jason writes, Gentlemen, can you think of a single recruit who has been as wholly disappointing as Babyon Johnson? Dude was the number one recruit in the nation, and now as a redshirt senior, he's barely a serviceable guard. No athleticism to speak of, zero drive off the ball, useless. So obviously Jason's got a problem with Babyon's production. <laughs> he's, he's isolated the problem. You know, watching that second half, it was like watching the last two years of offensive line. And you know, baby on and Dante. And it was just, those were the guys I could see why people would be t- triggered because those are the guys that let people run right by them the last two years. And now you're seeing it again. Like, so it doesn't, it probably doesn't anger him as much when, 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 uh, Robert Scott does it occasionally, but those interior linemen were so bad in that second half. They had no idea what Pitt was doing. To answer the question though, there's been more disappointing players than big baby. Yeah. Throughout Florida State's but history, but he does bring up a good point as to high how highly touted Pavion was. Yeah, he was like the number one center in the country. Yeah, right? he's really not any good at all. But we came to grips. I mean, that was five years ago. We've come to grips with that. Like we're we're still trying to get over these new guys that aren't any good. Um, Bob wants to know. Uh, I know the Knowles were without some defenders, but how do these losses compare to the down UF years, Oklahoma years, Southern Cal years, Bama years? Has any other team had so many blowout losses in one yeah, year? Yeah, that's the thing that that, that I, I get it with Florida State fans because we can sit here and say, yeah, Oklahoma went through it. Florida had two losing seasons in four years. I don't remember Florida getting boat raced by bad teams. Dude, oh, they no, lost man. at home to a team that didn't complete a forward pass. Yeah, yeah but that was a good Georgia Southern team. Dude, and they didn't lose by four touchdowns. They didn't complete a forward pass. But that, hey, that's what they that's what they did. That's it's what they ridiculous. that's Georgia Southern's offense. It's embarrassing. It's not near it's not if you want to put it on the embarrassing scale, losing two games to Pitt and Louisville by a combined forty eight points or whatever it was is as embarrassing. Two no, teams that were coming on two teams on four game losing streaks. You got blown up by both. 
you gave up 35 points in three games this year in the yeah, first and, half. And we just got done talking about how unique this season is. Yeah, I mean, but this is this is going on now three years where they, they are they are going through unbelievable when they get blown out. It's embarrassing. It's not. It's one thing to lose. It's another thing to get embarrassed. Yeah, man, they, they lost that, that. Get embarrassed. That 2013 Florida team lost to Vanderbilt 34 to 17. They lost to Missouri 36 to 17. They lost to Arkansas. Oh no, they beat Arkansas. Yeah, they lost, yeah. But uh, I mean, yeah, that's, take that's, that. Those are, take that. Man, I bet they beat Kentucky getting, too. Getting blown out by Vandy and, and they uh, beat Tennessee too. I bet. Getting blown out by Vandy and uh, losing at home to Georgia Southern. And getting blown out by Missouri, that's not a good look, man. That's not any, that's hey, not any man, better. I, I wouldn't blown say out a 19-point loss is a blowout. If you Florida State, You can't get blown out by Vanderbilt. That's not, a 17-point loss. If uh, Florida State loses this week to NC State by 17, we'll be like, oh, my, they hung with them. They listen, hung and they were in the game. Hold on a second. Under John Blake, and I brought this up earlier. Here you go. This is Oklahoma. Five and five, three and eight, four and eight, five and six. Dude, these are in succession. This oh, is yeah. Oklahoma. Oh, I got that. I'm saying that that that, well, that was also 22 years ago or 24 years ago. I'm saying we're, he he brought up OU. I'm just referencing yeah. the years. It's, I mean, but it's it's not. My point is, it's not just the losing. People can understand losing. It is getting embarrassed and getting waxed week after you, week after week. When you don't have an offensive line, consistent play at quarterback, and you're in the era of COVID, and half your defense decides not to play. I don't know what the hell you. Yeah, I mean, you got bad receivers. I mean, there's yeah. there's nothing. The only thing they have at all is decent running backs, and they don't have superstar and running. They, backs. And they no. forgot that they had them this last week too. But uh, dude, you you just wrote about it. A lot of that's decisions. Of, I mean, that's the offense. The offense is counting numbers and deciding whether or not you're going to give it, keep it, or throw to the perimeter. And you got a freshman that's played like five weeks of college football, and he didn't know what he was doing. Well, look, that second quarter was a travesty. I don't care what what that that second quarter getting Travis sacked five times was a travesty. It was it was just a. It, I don't care what the numbers were. With your best offensive lineman going out for the well, game. Well, that didn't help. Yeah, that didn't. Again, no, it's like is that is that what's happening to Penn State? They lost a lineman, and that's what happened. Like, dude, it's it's a long line of things, yeah. and and it's a it's a bad roster. I mean, you know, again, I'm not saying that Norvell is definitely the answer. I'm just saying we can't decide it's the perfect based storm. on what we're seeing. It's the perfect storm. I think you think I'm, I'm arguing that he isn't. My, my point is as Florida, with Florida state fans listening to this, hearing all these, there, there is no excuse ever to look like they've looked the past two weeks. There just isn't other teams are going through this too. Pitt had guys out. Pitt had their best player opt out before the game. And they didn't look like that. That's what a, you, you can't just say. You cannot different. possibly compare the two scenarios. I mean, come on. Two situations, Corey. That's, that's a safety. That's crazy. Best defensive front, one of the most productive defensive fronts in the country. Like in Florida State, to the fact that you got your quarterback back, who's one of the best two or three in the conference. Man, no, this is not the same situation. They also have. The What's it going to be this week? What's it going to be this week with Bailey Hawkman? What's going to be the excuse this week when no, they lose there is to not. Bailey? Hawkman. They're going to they're get, gonna gonna get a. They're going to get torched yes. again. And what yes. are you going to say? Well, it's the same thing every week. They yeah, actually play better in this game. You should go out like when you're not happy with your house. Just go out and just start kicking the wall. <laughs> just kick the wall for like four hours because that's what you're doing. Well, like, yeah, but like this just isn't normal, though. Is the point? You you can we, we just isn't normal. Y'all are talking about 17 point losses to Vanderbilt. They lost by 30 to Louisville. 
who was who had lost four games in a row. They got beat worse than Western Kentucky did. That's it's it's hard to it's hard to it's hard to like you're too smart to be trying to make this argument. Why don't that even make it an argument? I'm just saying why it's frustrating. Okay, okay. Well, you can vent. Yeah, it's basically venting. I'm I'm venting. You don't understand the confluence of events that have come to to, to arrive at this place. We know what's happened. To be honest with you, though, I don't. I don't understand why they're one of the worst 10 Power 5 teams in the country. That, to me, doesn't make sense. It just doesn't. I think it makes less sense that LSU could win a national championship last year and field the worst defense in college football with those players. Well, I think Florida State's giving them a a run for their money. Statistically, buddy, I'm right. I'm telling you, how is that possible with those players? Well, they lost their whole defense, like literally their whole defense. Have you seen last year? Rankings yeah, last yeah. Year? Okay, tell me how it's possible. You know damn well what? this is not a normal year. Yeah, and no, but makes- this is three years now. Is the point? It's three but, years of going through this. Yeah, but yeah, but who are you mad at for the for the last two? Like, I'm just hey, I'm allowed to vent, folks. I'm allowed to vent. I'm allowed to vent without without pointing blame. I'm not blaming it's, anyone. It's like except okay. the players. I'm blaming the players because they're used to getting blown out, and they're they're apparently that's just what they do. I'm just saying, man. Like, <laughs> if you if you drive a beat up jalopy that breaks down every two weeks, like that's your reality until you can get a better car. And like, just every time you pull over, like losing your mind because your car just broke car down broke again. again. But I mean, here's the thing. You drive a piece of crap. What just happened for the last five minutes? Is that something I do every week? Or is it a combination of this three years of and now we got to watch them lose to North Carolina State by 30 points again? It's like it's gotten too much for me. I, it's the one time I pull over and kick the jalopy. You're like right. that's what that's what I'm going through right this now. Having a nervous this is, breakdown. This is fa- this is falling down. Yeah, yeah. This is yeah. yeah. It is. I'm gonna go get breakfast at 11:02. <laughs> I don't care if they stop serving. <laughs> Seminole headlines on 97.9 ESPN Radio continues in a moment. Seminole headlines will take a breather. More next. Seminole headlines presented by Capital City Bank returns now on 97.9 ESPN Radio. More headliner questions. In between nervous breakdowns. Here we go. Uh, Matt writes, all right, it's trivia time. In FSU's last 11 games against FBS opponents, they were held scoreless in the fourth quarter 10 times. Who was the last opponent FSU scored against in the fourth quarter? And does that heinous streak continue this week? I'm going to say... They scored, uh, oh, in the fourth quarter? Woof. Yeah, in the fourth quarter. It's been a while. No clue. No clue. I'm going to say you stopped NC the band. State. Maybe, maybe you think you think he made it applicable to this week? Yeah, I think maybe NC State. He didn't give us the answer. Oh, <laughs> I mean, what kind of trivia question is that? Yeah. <laughs> go find out for yourselves. Yeah, everybody's going to have to go look that up for themselves. I have no idea. Um, will the streak continue this week? Yes. Yes. I don't think they'll score in the fourth quarter this week. I think they will this week. I think that'll be the game will be out. The game will be out of reach. <laughs> They'll, NC State's backups aren't as good as Florida State's starters, so Florida State will – Chubb will get a touchdown in the fourth quarter. Tom writes, I'm glad the NC State game is on the ACC network. I finally appreciate the ACC for screwing us yet again. If FSU wins, which they won't, I'll get the recap from WarChant and watch the replay on Sun Sports. This will be the first game I have not watched live since 1991. Tom's going through what Corey's going through. It's a lot of tough times in some oh. of the – no, it was uh, it was Boston College. That was the last. Jordan Travis had the long touchdown. 
Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. DJ Matthews sense. had – and that was a really good play by DJ in that game to, to give, put him ahead. So, yeah, the Boston College game was the last time. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, no, it's yeah. – it's, the, yeah, the 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 fan apathy though, and Corey mentioned apathy earlier. I mean, I definitely think it's. I mean, it's that's. Were you? Did you go Saturday? Were you there, Jeff? Saturday? No, I didn't go. Of course not. It uh, that was. It was almost like a surreal atmosphere. Like the whole thing was. They they announced the crowd at sixteen thousand, and I you know they're now they're selling up to nineteen, twenty thousand tickets. They announced it sixteen. Couldn't even sell the twenty thousand tickets they had. No, dude. I mean, I, it, to me, it looked, it looked closer to it looked closer to ten thousand. Honestly, people actually there. And then nobody, it was just like, especially after the first, you know, once, once it was clear, they were just falling apart. I mean, the only time you heard anything was when they booed Blackman, which was. Or when they sang uh, Sweet Caroline. Yeah, they sang Sweet Caroline. That was. Those were, those were the two. Those were the two times you really heard the crowd. Not great um, Either one. Not great No, and then you got the band in the stands and it's just, I mean, the whole thing. It's just such a weird. I mean, you mentioned just it's a weird year. It, it's like a surreal experience when you're when a team is that bad. It's almost like because you go to a football game for the game, like you go there to see your team play. But when they play like this, it's like why are we all here? Like why, you know? And I, I that leads to Corey's outburst there. <laughs> here I come. I'm getting revved up again. <laughs> why am I going to be in Raleigh to watch that? Uh, so yeah, it's a, it's a weird time and yeah, and it's, it's, uh, it's going to be interesting to see how, you know, just the, the, well, and I saw FSU put out a thing yesterday, like trying to sell tickets for the Clemson game. You know, it's only a hundred bucks a seat and it's like, man, who's paying a hundred dollars to go watch read that? The, read the room, Florida state. Jesus. <laughs> I mean, what are we Clemson, Clemson fans are going to pay that. Maybe. I don't think so. That's a boring game. That's like us going to watch Florida state play Duke in the nineties. Yeah, you're right. That's 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 a boring game. Marlin writes, well, fellas, another losing season. Third in a row. Third one in 41 years since I've been alive. We've been truly spoiled. But when will this <laughs> end? <Next year> just <laughs> he says, Is that really how it was that in there? I added he had oh, what? Oh what? Yeah. Next uh, year doesn't look promising, which means more recruiting lows. Uh yeah, he doesn't see um he doesn't see us riding the ship anytime soon is his overall riding point there. I think we all agree with that. But you can turn it into something average by next even by next season if you hit on some players. You could be average-ish, five or six wins, and then build from there, I guess. We'll get to six wins and then we're we're ready to boat race folks after that. Being a game in the fourth quarter, those are fun. I'm gonna get a shirt that says twenty twenty two. Yeah, believe yeah. It'll be here soon enough. Yeah, we should we should print out like get the licensing to do a print up a FSU football twenty twenty two, and people are gonna be like, wait a minute, it's not twenty twenty two. Yeah, I know. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Skipping ahead till twenty twenty two. None of this matters. None of this matters at all. Get ready for us to kick that ass in twenty twenty two though. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's tough, guys. It's tough. Um, So yeah, they'll write the ship. Like I said, when you're going through it. It's awfully h- tough to find a way out, to see a way out, to, to understand there's light at the end of the tunnel, man. It's, uh, I've used every analogy during these losing years, uh, but usually I re- you know, revert back to if you're 400 pounds you know, and you got to lose 220 pounds to get into reasonable shape, it's hard to see going from 400 to 180, but 
you got to start with the first five pounds, the first 10 pounds, first 15 pounds, and then just make your way. Florida State's got to get some kids off this roster. Well, gotta, yeah, that's and that's easy, too. It's like when you're 400 pounds, you can lose weight by just walking to the end of your driveway and back right, right. a couple times a day. But you, that's so you do you easy start. things first, and then you take it from there. It's baby steps, man. But, I mean, that's the thing, man. You look at – and, and – your point is well taken. Like it, it all seems overwhelming when you look at all the big pro- the problems. But again, you go back and look at that game, and I know Corey has major problems with the game plan. But they 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 it was the right decision to try to throw the ball on first down in some of those situations. Yes, because yes. Pitt's got too many guys in the box. They're playing press man. You just have to have as a college quarterback and a college receiver the competence to make that play. And then they don't make it, and now it's second and ten, staring at that nine guys in the box and, and the, the exotic blitzes that they're throwing at you. So I mean, it's just. But you if can't you have, get, them, but it, you, you can't have them sit in the I'm pocket. Just, I'm just you saying, you can't have them sit in the pocket if you're going to call passing plays. Corey, they tried to run some screens that got blown up. They ran the quick game, and your Jordan Young refuses to block somebody. The guy's basically, I mean, he moved out of the way. I've never seen anybody do that. He moved out of the way. No, so, I don't. It's like, like the pass to Jakai Douglas and the pass to Terry, I have no right. problem with. Those are no. those are those are fine. It's well, the third and eight. It's the third and eight taking a snap, knowing what's coming. That kid's running for his life, and that's how he got hurt. Is on a is on a is on a drop back pass. Like sprint the guy out and know uh, what he can well, do on, and what he isn't. Hold on, he he made the Weaver kid miss. He gets blown up by the uh, Andre kid or whatever that kid Alexandre. But that's on that's partly on Jordan. He makes the first kid miss. He knows he's had the ball for six seconds. Throw it into the <laughs> stands. Well, this is we're going off the rails. No, I got yeah, I got you. In um, whoever's that, literally whoever's like, that. Whoever's editing this show, man. What, what should be encouraging, though, and I brought this up on Wake Up War Chant, is these drives coming out of games to start games are impeccable. They are really well-conceived drives with little tricks and fancy stuff here and there, but they do a really good job coming out of these games. That should portend to, as you get actual spring practices, instead yes. of just repping yes. 12 plays over and over again, you get to rep all of them. So right. you should be good at all of them instead of just the first couple of drives. Also, let's not pretend that Norvell hadn't had a ton of success. He's yeah, no, he he knows what he's doing. It's just my outburst is more just it's just the situation and these players and how do you get here six half a decade removed from being the best team in the country? You are getting blown out every week by bad teams. Yeah, it's just it's it, the program's never been this low since any of us have been alive, yeah. and it's hard to it's hard to. When you get caught up in it, when you're in it so, like we are, you kind of just rationalize it and don't really take the step back like maybe casual fans do. And our casual college football fans, like what in the world's going on with Florida State? We'll come back and wrap it up momentarily. Final couple questions. Hang in there with us. Seminole Headlines will take a breather. More next. Seminole Headlines, presented by Capital City Bank, returns now on 97.9 ESPN Radio. Wrapping it up, a few more questions here. Clay Rice, do you think Clemson would notice that we gave them the address to Doak Campbell Total Landscaping? (laughs) (laughs) Quality. Butch writes, gents, can you ever recall a year when we had so many injuries? Every game we have a vital piece of our offense or defensive production go down. Basketball season can't get here soon enough. Uh, That's true. Uh, Philip writes, so this is what it feels like to blow like seminal wind. What in the swag surfing hell is going on with all these injuries? Are these players just soft? Do we not stretch enough? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I think 
I think there are some injuries. There's probably some COVID. There's probably a couple of guys who are done. So I think there's a lot of guys that have a slightly aggravated calf that's just yeah. going to be too difficult for them to come back from. Yeah, it hey, speaks to the pervasive mindset that we watch on Saturdays. Shout out, though, uh, to Asante Samuel. Not just because of uh, him asking to be on that punt cover team with four minutes left and they're down by whatever they were down. Um, but he's played hard and well all year. Um, and he, he seems to care. At least he seems to care. And uh, shout out to him. He's been he's been the best player on the team. Uh, he, he is. And that's what I, that's what I would say is like, him, Jarvis Brownlee is, yeah. I think, trying to do the right things. Um, I mean, there's there are guys out there that that have bought in and are doing whatever they can do. So it's not like the whole team is revolted. Yeah, and you it's hope like, that, that that those guys those guys lead the way. The young guys see yeah. Asante Samuel, and maybe not some other guys. They don't follow that lead. They follow the lead of Asante Samuel because that can be important. I want to. I want to. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to apologize to our our headliners. There's just no way I'm going to get to these questions, and I'm going to exclude a boatload of people. We just had a unique situation. I mean, I can get to a few more here, but I was go. trying to do yes, the right yes. thing and, and go through. But I realized they're going to get screwed this week. We we can get to some of these again next week. Terry writes, "What's up, gents? Thank you for the comic relief each week. I had plans on Saturday night and had to stop watching the game after it was 14 to three. So I accidentally discovered a way to enjoy the Knolls again." Turn the game off after their first possession. Yeah. And we can all just assume that they play that way the entire game. <laughs> that's a good idea. <laughs> yeah, that's right. They just, don't even tell me the score. I assume they won 56 to 14. It's a wrap. We're calling it. We're calling it. Yeah, it's a win for Florida State. That's right. Oh, man. This is – this is. It's, we, yeah. we, should, we should have – we should do a, a thing where we have Corey – we should have Corey dressed up like John King and, like, do a, a football map – and like, you you show us the path to victory for Florida State. Now, if they get a pick six here yeah. and a scoop and score, yeah. And then yeah. now I'm not saying that's going to happen. Yeah. But if they, but if if, they do, yeah. And then get a three and out. Just need a three and out here, and maybe another interception. They're right back in this. Yeah, got to count all these plays. All these plays matter. Got to count them all. Like, look, is it going to happen? Probably not. But hey, we owe it. We're gonna we're gonna let it play out. Here's here. how they win. There's still time in the clock. Look, look here. They're down by 34 with six minutes left. <laughs> 35 points wins the game, though. 35 <laughs> points wins the game. It hadn't happened yet. Got to start with an onside kick here. Now, let's assume they're going to recover that. We're not saying it'll happen, but if they do, now you have a possession. Now, on that possession, you run a flea flicker. They're not ready for that. Touchdown. You're within 28. Now, you got to go with another onside kick here. The likelihood of getting that, very, very slim, but not impossible. So, we we'll take a look at that scenario. Yeah, We can't rule, we can't rule it out. There's still time on the clock. <laughs> so I'm going to have them recover this one. Now, this is not going to be a one-play drive. doesn't seem reasonable. Probably a four-play drive that will take about two and a half minutes off the clock. All right, now you're only down 21. Things are starting to be <laughs> yeah. Look at the game now. <laughs> yeah. I, there was a point on, like, Thursday or Friday where Stephanie was like, I cannot listen to him anymore. I can't do it. And Wolf Blitzer said something like, this was on Friday. Wolf Blitzer was like, uh, and you need 270 electoral votes to win. No, Wolf. We, 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 we've been watching you for five days. <laughs> wait, yeah. wait, how many? How we many know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we know the county that Phoenix is in. I would have never known that in my life. And you're telling me two is that. And it's on the bottom of the screen in a hundred point type. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> what a week. Well, I think the, I think my outburst earlier had a lot to do with just the week in general. 
followed up to by that nonsense uh, on dog, Saturday. I, it just I, it's a culmination of me kicking the car. My dog whining and barking. Iris dog, yeah. Jeff, you being late today. Yeah. You yep. gotta go listen to Norvell again. I gotta go to Raleigh to watch that implosion. I'm say this has a lot more to do with you having to go to Raleigh. I think the more I think about it, you're absolutely right. Yeah, like imagine being in the car for six hours driving to that. Like I'm just going so, to just so people know, I did ask Corey last week. I said, Are you sure you're gonna go? Or do you want do you want Duke? I could take Raleigh. He's like, nah, I was already planning to go. I'll go to Raleigh. Now that was before the game. Uh, yeah, it was before the game. I might make you take Duke. That might be – I might make you take I, – I don't know if I can do this tomorrow. I don't know if it's like for my personal well-being. I don't know if I can be there. Like I, I, I was thinking about it like I get there. But like I get there 90 minutes before the game and I got my binoculars out. Oh, is he going to play? Oh, is he hurt? Is it, oh, I don't care. That's that's <laughs> – that's essentially how I'll be. I may hop in the car with Ira to go to the Duke game. Let's go. Um, it's early December. Beautiful weather. Man, it'll be nice and chilly. I, I, I like that area. I may do it. Well, Basketball season, they might have a game. Duke, now, well, you wouldn't be able thing, to go to I, that. Here's the thing. If I go to the to to uh, Duke with Ira, I won't go to the game. Well. I'm just going to enjoy the area while he covers the game, and I'll do something else, watch a more meaningful game or – uh, around the campus, walk around the campus a little bit. Maybe go to the library. I love libraries. Maybe I'll go to the library there. I've never been to Duke's library. It'd be good. It's the uh, only team in the ACC that has yet to beat Florida State. And this is wow. a dangerous time. This, this is a, a this is this. If, if Cutcliffe can't do it this year, uh, <laughs> the dead, dead fish, dead fish, fish just needs to retire. Yeah, uh, I know you boys got a, a riveting press conference to cover. I'm going to let you go on that note and. Uh, it was a lot of fun talking about this team again, guys. A lot of fun. <laughs> Can't wait to do it next week. Yeah, we'll do Can't it next wait. week. It'll be good. It'll be good. <laughs> for Ira Chappelle and Corey Clark, I'm Jeff Cameron. Thanks for listening, everybody. Peace. Seminal Headlines, presented by Capital City Bank, every Tuesday from 5 to 7 p.m. Get more from Jeff, Corey, and Ira via iTunes and in the 97.9 ESPN Radio Audio Vault. This has been a production of 97.9 ESPN Radio, Tallahassee Sports Monster.